Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, what is up, man? How's it going? It's been a been a, been a little while. It's been a minute. What is up with me? What's up with you? Where uh, have you I've been, been traveling. You've I've been, been traveling. Old. Where I've been, have you been? I, we're talking Houston. We're talking. We're talking. We are talking. You went to the Cowboys. I, I did. That. I, I did. Home. Yes. Oh, how was I went going to, Houston. to the temple of your people? Yes, I went to Dal. I went to Houston. I went to Dallas. Uh, while I was in Dallas, I got oh, to I'm take sorry. a. I, you can tell I'm not a uh, football fan. <laughs> oh. You said Houston, and I was like Cowboys, and I was the like Houston and Cowboys, and then you were like Dallas. And I'm like, yeah. Ah, that's ah, what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a couple a uh, couple tour stops. Uh, I was in Houston and then uh, made the journey by car down to Dallas, uh, which or up to Dallas, I should say, mm-hmm. which is yeah. about a three hour drive. Not bad, um, that's, dude. That's quick for Texas. Yeah, the speed limit's seventy five out in the open highway. We're good to go. <laughs> it's yeah, but it's like it. Look, the speed limit says seventy five, but it's <laughs> <Right>. Texas. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it was good. Dallas was fun. I got to go visit uh, the Cowboys headquarters uh, there in Dallas, which was very fun. They have this gigantic facility there where you can go and and, and take tours and whatnot. So that was really, really, really fun. It looked like so much fun. I don't even follow football, and I was like, I would like to go do that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was a blast. It's if you if you're yeah, it's like Disneyland for football. It's really fun. did that uh then i did uh chicago for a couple days mm. and oh. that was really good chicago is oh. a beautiful city i need to go back my sister lives there oh okay that's i wish i would have known that yeah <laughs> you should go see her yeah it's a great yeah, city i haven't seen her in a while. well she <clears throat> i think she's in california right now okay so she gotcha. missed you when you would have been there but um but uh but yeah i need to go i love chicago i've been i literally for as much as much praise as I give it, I've been once for mm-hmm. four days, and it was quite honestly the most depressed I've ever been having to leave the city. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Uh, yeah, no, Chicago is like beautiful. Where we the the gig was uh, at a, at a hotel like uh, in like kind of like the main downtown area, like mm-hmm. the riverfront, lakefront area, um, and we were down there in, oh, in a place. very wonderful yeah. hotel. It's beautiful. Um, watching the sun rise and sunset over that downtown area is amazing because of all the glass and the buildings. Everything dude, is like lit up. Shadow shift over time. Yeah, and, it's great. Oh, dude, have you watched any time lapse videos of uh, uh, that movement? No, that no, no, I haven't. In the downtown area, no, I saw but one like I a while ago, and it was it was it was, oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah, is is really nice, man. I had a really good time. The weather was great. Um, it was like perfect Chicago weather. It was chilly. At night, but perfect during the day. Mm, that's the best. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a great trip. Uh, but now I'm back. Uh, I'm back for a little while. I'm actually going back. <laughs> I'm going back to Chicago at the uh, end of next week uh, for a, 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 a tour stop. And then I'm going to um, Minneapolis as well. And then I'll be back. So just a quick turnaround thing next weekend. Cool. Yeah, so just some fun stuff. Um, little 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 traveling here and there. What what have you been up to? Well, I've been here. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, we traded. We traded. We, you were we doing all the trade. traveling, yeah. and oh, then now I'm. <laughs> dude, yeah, definitely. Because I was bragging in the beginning of the year. I was like, check it out. I'm never home, and now you're. Yeah. Now I can't like ever get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm like record, you're like 
in Chicago. I'm like, oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Content. Good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Uh, no, uh, what's it been like lately? Uh, no, things have just been, things have been winding down in San Diego. It's been kind of, you know, it's settling in, kind of figuring out. Uh, nothing really else has been going on. You know, honestly, there's just been drama at D&D. That's pretty much just been it. That's been the ha ah, of my life. Um, yeah, just been hanging out a lot. Yeah, okay, doing that's that good. Hanging out's good. Um, there you go. Yeah, dog. Uh, yeah, other than that, no. Uh, let's see. So come, I will say this. Coming up, uh, we are going to Indio for a couple of days this okay. next week. And then we're going to go to uh, Disneyland on uh, Sunday. Nice. That yeah. sounds like a great time. Disneyland's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, well, yeah, awesome. It'll be fun. Um, let's see. Uh, before we get in the news, uh, have you been watching anything? Ooh, uh, let's see. South Park. Oh, oh, I just watched last night. I mm-hmm. watched, I was in a vampire mood, but I mm-hmm. wanted to watch vampire movies I've never seen before. So oh. I watched The Return to Salem's Lot. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a quick rundown here. Uh, it made in 1987. Uh, the original uh, Salem's Lot was in 1978, I believe, or 79. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it took them quite a while to make the sequel. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a very corny, uh, uh, very corny um, vampire movie that uh, didn't have the highest budget, as you can tell in pretty much every shot. And um, <laughs> and the hero, our hero, is supposed to be this dad who's this archaeologist. Well, then you find out, his first thing is, they introduce him, the movie starts in the Amazon, and they introduce him videotaping a, like, sacrificial purification ritual in, like, this tribe, right? And mm-hmm. then these guys come up, and they're like, your wife needs to speak with you, and he's like, ex-wife. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Weird that you would just be like, fuck you, ex-wife. You know, this guy <laughs> yeah. doesn't know. Maybe yeah, exactly. Why would he she know? was your wife. Who knows? To yeah. expedite the system. It's South America, after all. You don't know what you need to get done, like, right. to say to get done. But it's like, um... Not that South America is a lawless, awful place. I just, you know, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't yeah, why would this that. person know? Yeah. But anyway, he, he was just like, Excellent. so they bring him back, and then he, like, yells at her over the phone about... They have a phone conversation. She yells at him over him and her over the phone, and then she's like, you haven't seen your son in three years, or something like that. And mm-hmm. then you're like, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, it's a little cold, but he's been mm-hmm. in the Amazon, so maybe it's taken him this long to, like, break into that tribe and all this stuff. Like, really trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Oh, by the way, right. this, this guy also, like, sh- sh- like sh- over-projects all of his lines, so it sounds like he's shouting all of his lines compared to, like, everyone else. So it gives him <laughs> this very, like, angry, like, forward, like, very, like, gruff demeanor. And he, like... And so, long story short, you find out, like, yeah, no, it's not that he's been in the Amazon for three years. He just didn't want to see his kid. And so ah. now her new rich husband and her leave him and the kid at the airport. So he lands from the Amazon, talks to them. She challenges him. She's like, fine. If you know what he looks like, then find your son. It's all very like overdriven. It's very fun if you're high. I will say this. Um, and then the movie gets to the point where they just leave the kid at the airport with the dad and we're follow now this unlikely team to this small town called Jerusalem's Lot and it's comprised of vampires and yeah and it I won't spoil the rest of it but it's weird and mm-hmm. uh, not good but also on the edge of like good enough to 
I'll put it this way. It would be a good one to uh, do a Mystery Science Theater 3000 on. Hmm, okay. It's a great movie for that. Like, it's that perfect, like, level. Like, it's not, it's not terrible to where you can't watch it, but it's also really not good in any yeah. way, you know? Right. So I watched that, had a really good time. Um, and then I also watched – these are all on Max, by the way. Okay. Um, little plug for my favorite streaming service right now. And then I watched <laughs> Vampyr, uh, V-A-M-P-Y-R, from uh, 1932. Oh, okay. About a man who believes in the supernatural, basically, who goes into an inn, and there is a woman, uh, they, they call her mentally ill, but you find out through the course of the movie that she's slowly turning into a vampire. Gotcha. Okay. Great goth, black and white, great gothic horror. It's, ooh, it's cool. so good. Yeah, I'm into that. There was a movie that came out a couple years ago that was a similar plot. Uh, it was like, it, they, they, but it, they use werewolfism, lichen, lichenism. Mm. As a as a metaphor for mental illness and like a a, a woman kind of losing control of herself and uh, she you find out she's turning into a werewolf which I uh, yeah that's always a cool thing well, when I, know I love when my is. horror is a, when my horror is a metaphor uh, same <laughs> so good well it's like what they uh, I was so pumped a couple of years ago when they came out with the Invisible Man oh yeah yeah and yeah. then in the trailer they ruined that it was actually a guy in an invisibility suit like the first trailer. It shows oh, her really? going up in the attic, and she dumps paint on the space, and then it splashes over, and you see the face of the human person, and then it's like, oh, well, uh-huh. like, I th- like, don't reveal that it's actually a human being. Play the entire movie like she's losing her mind. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Vampire um, is great. Uh, Jerusalem, uh, Salem's Lot, Return to Salem's Lot is, uh, I don't know if I would recommend it. But if yeah. you're in kind of a quirky mood where you're like, I'm going to get toked out tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's watch okay. something a little silly and kind of stupid. And you're with somebody that can like make fun of stuff like that kind of thing and like finds that kind uh-huh. of stuff fun. You'll have a great time. OK. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff because uh, I've been traveling. So I've been watching just say, a lot of random stuff. Yeah. Um, I watch I've been watching Crapopolis, which is the How new is Dan Harmon show. It's fine. It's, fine. it's funny. Okay. It's funny. It's not bad. Uh, it's yeah. not the. Um, it's not with the with the cast that they have and the world that it's set in. It could. I feel like the jokes per minute could be higher, uh, and it's not. Oh. It's kind of played a little bit more straight than I would kind of like a show like that to be. That's disappointing. Um, but I, I, it feels different and fresh, which I kind of like. It doesn't okay. feel like oh, this is just Rick and Morty, but set in. Ancient Greece. Or you know, uh, this is just, I don't know, what are the other, there's like three shows on Fox right now that all look the same. Like Solar Opposites. Family. <laughs> the Solar Opposites is on Hulu. I watch Solar Opposites. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I watch Solar Opposites and I will say I wasn't going to. And then uh-huh. um, they hired Dan, uh, what's his face? Whatever, to replace Justin Roiland and explained it in a way that made sense. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll okay. keep watching. Um, no, uh, it's like, oh, what is it? I can't remember. But like one's a lumberjack family. The other one's like a dysfunctional oh, okay. family with a girl with pink hair. And then another oh, one. And they're yeah, all yeah. trying to like lightning capture that like Bob's Burgers style family. Uh-huh. Like weird. We're dysfunctional. But like we all and we all have stuff to learn. But like it's okay because at the end of the day, we're family. And I'm yeah. just getting tired of those shows. Yes. Because I don't come from a family like that. So I and don't also, feel represented or seen. <laughs> and also shows like that don't need to be animated. So it's like, why are why are they animated? You know what I mean? You're making, like, use those same actors and just make them a multi-camera sitcom. We'd enjoy yeah. it so much more. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, Crapopolis is, anyway, is funny. I was fine. hoping Crapopolis if, would break the mold, but if it's, yeah, it's fine. More, if you, more straight than it is. Because that's the way more yeah. th- the things are these days, is playing more straight yeah. than they are for laughs. And I, yeah. I miss the laugh stuff. Yes, me too. I've been watching through South Park, and I'm like, God. Yeah. Where was, like, when, <clears throat> the heyday, when it was like South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons. Yes. And that was like, yeah. oh, King of the Hill. And King of the and, Hill, yeah. And uh, what else? Whatever myriad, like, early Fox animation Sundays they had yeah. going. Like, God, I miss those days. Like, that was yeah. truly a golden age of, like, oh, comedy man. animation. For sure. I'm totally sounding old, and it's fine. I'm just going <laughs> to go walk into a field and die soon, so. Um, you know. Oh, no, I've I, oh. I've had enough. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just going to sit here and wither away. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. It's I it's it was something that and maybe it's just because it's nostalgia, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and I hope that, you know, people look back on this time like I do that time with with fondness, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you know, the way the way we look at like when King of the Hill was on air, you know, and it was mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know, because right. I remember Anyway, I'm not going to go down that memory road. Anyway. Um. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching that. Uh, cool. Been watching the new episode of Futurama. Speaking of those shows, um, that's still good. Still solid. Dude, that's one that I'm like, the way you described it, like it is straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Just everything I want it to be. Yep. It's it not is exactly anything new or reinvent yep. itself like it has in previous like moments. It's yes. just like... We're going to take old school Futurama. It's like they watched the best of, like the best mm-hmm. episodes, and then just mm-hmm. only wrote from those. Yeah, it's and good. I like, I like yeah, it's like it, it's like they picked up right where they left off, and it's mm-hmm. it's good. It's good, solid stuff. Um, I've been watching, uh, I watched the pilot of Loki season two. Have not watched that yet. Okay. What'd you think? Um, it's... It, it's it's kind of so it's it's fine like i don't i, I don't think it's going to be a bad show but mm-hmm. i think the pilot kind of it, it suffers from what i think a lot of the marvel pi- like show pilots have been lately where it's kind of like here's what you missed last time and here's what this show will be but it's not quite the show yet and i feel like the show's really going to start in, in episode 2 <sighs> so <laughs> I'm yeah. so glad we'll talk about it later. Actually, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. But I'm so glad they announced they're going to start doing showrunners and Bibles now. Yeah. 100%. We'll talk about that later, but holy. Yeah. The amount it, of airtime or screen time <laughs> they have burned with me mm-hmm. in between Star Wars and Marvel lately. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I'm trying to like your stuff. I want yeah. to like your stuff, but you're really... Yeah. At every opportunity, you're giving me a reason to not watch Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I'm not as uh, I, I I don't think it's a, a red flag because I think what they did was like, all right, look, in order for this show to be what it's going to be, we have to do a lot of heavy lifting to establish what the hell is going on with all this timeline crap. Yeah. And then we once we get all that out of the way, then now we can just have a show because essentially the setup for the show is Loki going to um, different multiversal branches of the timeline that they ruptured last season okay. to try to find Sylvie to stop Kang or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, and they have to basically set all that up and who the characters are going to be. Cause they introduce a couple new characters and they have yeah. to do that all in this episode. And so like it, the plot of the episode is not really 
substantive. It doesn't really matter, mm. but it does. It feels like it's getting a lot of the heavy lifting out of the way so that the rest of the show can kind of just be a breeze and run, you know? Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it goes that way and I'm excited if it is, um, because you know, who doesn't love Loki and Owen Wilson and K. Hugh Kwan is around now. K. Hugh Kwan. Yes. Just, it's wonderful. I already know. I'm just going to be like, just give him his own show. <laughs> yeah. He's a delight. He's, um, I love him. Like, yeah, he's great. He, he um, might be the only human being on the planet Earth that'd be like, and he murdered 13 people. I'd be like, no, not uh, They probably had it coming. Then truthfully, <laughs> they were probably racists. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. Were they Nazis, yeah. Kay? Yeah. yeah. See, he's nodding. They were Nazis. Case closed. Yeah. We'll go now. Thank you. Let's go, Precious. <laughs> yep. So, uh, <laughs> we're watching that. so delightful. Uh <laughs> Um, watching that, been watching Gen V. Um, cool, the, I need to catch up on that too. Yep, been watching Gen V. That's good, that's solid. That's like my favorite thing I'm watching right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of movies, all right, I saw, while on tour, I saw Saw X or Saw Ooh, 10. How was that? You know, yeah, oh. not bad. Oh. It's, uh, it's, 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 Different from what you would expect from a normal Saw movie, but I think that works in its favor. Good. Um, because the Saw movies, especially the last few, have just become like really convoluted and like not really about anything. And I th- think this one kind of gets back to the basics and kind of is a lot of, I mean, it kind of lets you, uh, but it kind of takes 30 minutes to be a movie before it mm-hmm. becomes a Saw movie, which is nice. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Kind of like the yeah. first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like when my that movie's a movie. Out as another movie and then takes a left turn, and you're like, "Oh." Well, that's the that's the thing about the Saw franchise. Like the, the first movie is like, "Oh yeah, let's make a movie," and then in like the last five minutes, it becomes a Saw movie. You know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and then they were like, "Oh, let's just do the Saw movie part." And yeah. It's like, well, no, that's <gasps> not what makes it special. Yeah, well, that's like what because Hostel came out at around the same time. Yeah, like, it's about the blood part. How yeah. far can we push it? And it was like, yeah. No, like you guys missed the point of seven. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, So this one definitely gets back to that a bit uh, and is a pretty satisfying movie. And I kind of liked it. Uh, Yeah. So hopefully they continue on this route with these movies uh, because I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for this franchise. Uh, So I hope they continue to make them and I hope they are at least this good or better. Um, I saw. Did you ever see the one spiral with Chris Rock? I did see that one. Was that any good? Not really. Okay, I'll, I, yeah. I added it to my list last night because I was going through horror stuff, and I was like, a son would know about this. I'll talk to him at some it's, point. It's fine. It, it's fine. It's okay. not like aggressively bad. It's just okay. like not great. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um. Uh, I I also watched. Uh, <laughs> sorry, hold on. Oh, you're good. Water break. Water break. Take a drink of water. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. You all right? Now that I'm not dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also Ooh. watched... Uh, I don't know if we talked about it. I don't think we did, but I saw Ninja Turtles Mutant Wasteland. No. Or Mutant whatever it's called. Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> Mutant Mayhem, whatever yes. It, is it called Mutant Mayhem? I think so. Okay. I think so. Uh, yes, I did see that. Uh, that's great. Uh, that's okay. one of my favorite movies of the year, probably. It's really, really, really good. Um, it's a great Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, it's the first Ninja Turtles movie in a while where they're actually played by teenagers. Um, oh, cool. and 
and it's really good. Like, and when I say teenagers, I mean like 14, actual 15 year olds, yeah, not like, like actual teenagers year olds trying to play teenagers. Like, when yeah, we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's real good. Uh, it 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 kind of is a a reboot of sorts. It it kind of does the the origin again, but does it in like a fun way and and explains in a slightly less problematic way why why Splinter is uh uh has like an Asian affect. Uh, and he's played by um uh Jackie Chan, which is really cool. Perfect. This is the one. And Jackie Chan is great in it. I will absolutely watch this. Oh my god, the yeah. voice cast is insane. Yeah, voice cast is really good. Um, Ice Cube is great as the villain. Dude, um, it starts it's great. after the kids, and then it goes Maya Rudolph, John Cena, Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne, Natasha Dimitrio, Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, Paul Rudd, Post Malone, Hannibal Burris, mm-hmm. Jimmy Donalds. Ew, fuck that guy. I hate Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in it. Um, yeah, they, he has it a does very a really... punchable face. Yes, he does. Um <laughs> It's good. I think it's really good. It's exactly as much fun as you want to have in one of those movies. It, right. It's great. It's really good. good. And it's like, and it takes place kind of as they're becoming Ninja Turtles. So it's like an origin story. It's really good. Uh, you should see it. I think it's really good. The animation style is great. It's, uh, it's like what, uh, what Into the Spider-Verse did for like 2D animation, it kind of does for stop motion. Okay. Um, cool. And it's really good. It's really good. I think you'll like it. Awesome. I am excited to watch it. I wasn't sure. <clears throat> but I saw the reviews kind of took off and uh, mm-hmm. and I am yeah I want to watch it plus I haven't watched anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a while and I'm kind of yes. disconnected from it for mm-hmm. whew, uh, I'm just not going to say it because it'll date me so yeah. so old so old yeah. um, <clears throat> but yes uh, I will watch it I need to watch it it's good, good TMNT well actually that's not true I saw the Michael Bay TMNT and um was yes. sad. Not um, great. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. This one is good, though. You should. You should definitely see it. I will. Um, I think that's all I've been watching. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Um. No. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh. Shall we dive into DMs news? Several weeks. Yeah, I'll take a look right now. All right, you want to start from the top? I'll start from the recent one. Okay, great. Cool. Um, all right, we're back. <laughs> Sorry, we had to figure out. We have not talked in a while. We had to figure out how far back I had to go so we can book in the news. Yeah, um, okay. September. T- here we go. Let me find. Is that okay? Okay, I'm on the 22nd. Stop it with the 20. Great. I have found it. Yep. And let's go. <clears throat> All right, go, why don't you go ahead and start? In hindsight, David Goyer has said that a Man of Steel, that Man of Steel solo sequel should have come before Batman versus Superman. Yes, David. Yes, we all know that. Agree. <laughs> Moving on. Tom McFarlane says Spawn film script is, quote, near the finish line, but on hold during the WGA strike. So this is still stuff coming. <laughs> the, thus dating this news item because the, the writer strike Hardcore. is over. Hardcore. Well, uh, <laughs> it's, it's in that still weird phase where they're like, it is, but it's not. You yeah, know? it is, but the, the actors are still on strike. Therefore, we are in solidarity? Question mark? Always. Um, yes. I don't care what's going on. If the rich people are not doing their job by paying everybody, yeah. <laughs> then I'm not on board. Um, I have uh, something here from Nerdist. Uh, mm-hmm. Deadline reports that Disney uh, is going to do a Rocketeer movie on Disney+. Plus. 
Um, the reboot is called The Return of the Rocketeer, but it's unclear whether it will remain uh, that will remain the name going forward. That's oh, a, I uh, hope they still put it in the 30s, man. Yeah, the 40s, the 40s, because it takes place during World War Two or just before World War Two. We that's the whole plot is that the United States still hasn't entered World War Two. So there's still Nazi uh-huh. colluders like around and stuff like that. Timothy Dalton's a Nazi spy. It's great. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I saw it as an adult, um, and it was cool. It was interesting. It's I, fine. I love it's the better when you're a child at, and you're like, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, because sure. I was also obsessed with like that time at the time. Because you know, my grandparents were all from that era. That's like yeah. when they were in their twenties. So when I was a child, it was just like, oh yeah, like run around and have a rocket strapped to your back and fight Nazis. It's super cool. So um, I also found I, out that so, it was a comic book originally, and like yes. very adult focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Weird. interesting, yeah, because the movie I remember being very like a family, family like not really, a, yeah. Yes. I, if I had the to friendly, like, ah, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. If I had to guess, Disney's either I don't know, I, I don't know if they'll do the Nazi thing again. I mean, they might. Um, Why? Well, but think it'll piss off enough of their viewer base that. <laughs> well, no, because they just did, uh, you know, they just did Nazis again in Indiana Jones. But um, I think they don't want people necessarily making those connections uh, on the heels of that movie. So I think they might be trying to move away from that era. Um, I could see this taking place in the 60s or 70s because I could see there being a lot of potential for like family style humor jokes in that with like people saying groovy and whatnot. So who are they uh, I could also the see this. Uh, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? I mean, you could always invent an enemy too, the like they do, do in it. like a, uh, like, like the they did in Maverick, Mob. Yeah, they could create some fake country that's like we're fighting uh Lulastan or something. You know what I mean? Like it could be anything, uh, especially with the 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 um sort of the uh campy sensibility of the property that the movie is i think you could kind of get away with making up some shadow organization or something Mm -hmm. um or you could set it modern day if you wanted to um uh because jetpacks still yet yet to exist in any real cool way probably what i see them doing is they call it the return of the rocketeer and a kid finds cliff his grandpa's rocket and he was like you're the rocketeer and he's like yeah now let me tell you what it's gonna be about or it's it's some batman beyond kind of setup or something like that and then the person probably a lady ends up becoming you know the new rocketeer and runs i think i figured it out i say the i say the the term like it's probably a lady not as a derisive thing. Yeah. But just with the way things go now. I'm sure. Like, yeah. That's going to be yeah. that. And that's sure. just what definitely it, could know. be. <laughs> yeah. It could be that. No problem it could... with it. I would like to very state that very clearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I could see it totally being a thing about, you know, uh, parenting where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the, there's the grandfather and then there's all, so like, and then there's like the son of the rocketeer and then his son or daughter mm-hmm. and, or, oh, or, so or, or vice versa. Thing so, they pass down. Yeah. Like I could see your, it being a thing like here's that. Here's your family's legacy. Now it's your turn to take over the mantle as the rocketeer. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. at the end, they're all the rocketeer. <laughs> yeah. The rocketeer family. Um, I could see something like that happening too. I guess it depends on what audience they're trying to gear it towards. Hopefully people like me who like loved that movie as a kid and really want to see the story continue. Like, yeah, kick Nazis in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be the new Indiana Jones. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just um, in the sky. <laughs> what else you got on your end? Uh, Arcade Fire's Richard Reed Perry composed the Iron Claw score. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. Super into so that. That's cool. And then I'll just double up here. I think we should just sure. double as we go. Uh, okay. And then Sam Raimi is reportedly Marvel's top choice to direct Secret Wars. But this was back in September. I think that news has changed since then, as we might find out. But yes. Mm, okay. 
Uh, I got here. Microsoft has bought Activision Blizzard for $69 billion. <laughs> My brain can't even comprehend that number. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is not... That's... What? <laughs> that exists? Yeah. That amount of money. $69 billion <sighs> is crazy. Um... I, I think, yeah, I think people forget, and I, I think most people aren't aware of how much money video games make and how much revenue they generate oh, for well, these giant companies. that's why I love it when the senators are like, video games cause violence, and they still think it's the 80s where it's like this niche <laughs> pastime. I'm like, dude, yeah. Yeah, not only no. has it been psychologically proven that they do not, mm -hmm. because it's been around long enough, and we've been doing studies since they came out, it's been proven. It's a highly multi-billion dollar industry that will never ever cave to your yeah. tiny little quibbling demands like, so i wonder if the, yeah i wonder if this means uh if like activision games are now going to be console locked to xbox i don't know um well but, the initial news when they first announced the deal was they said that it was going to be open like they were still going to activision games would still be open for everybody but mm -hmm. i could see them going back on their word to make more money so that people have to really split down like they're doing with um like they're doing with uh, streaming right now Mm -hmm. Where they're forcing everybody to choose like sides and be you know whatever, and it's like I don't, I can't afford everything. Mm -hmm. You know, totally. But I'd like to play it all, and I'd like to keep continuing to give you money. So if you make it cheaper for me, I'll pay you all instead of just three of you. Right, and doesn't? Oh no, wait. I know Activision. No, it's Insomniac now that makes the Spider-Man games. I was like, Insomniac, does that mean yeah. Spider-Man's going to act, uh, the no, Xbox? But no, it's, it's no. Insomniac. Do you honestly think Sony would own a gaming <laughs> studio and be like, right. yeah, we'll lose that? In the f like, no. Sony, was like, is like, yeah. Sony is grasping onto Spider-Man like Gollum is to the ring at the very yes. end where he's just like, hey, and the volcano where it's like the only thing that matters. That's them with Spider-Man. They're like, keep making us money. Yes, uh, and and to their credit, the games continue to be great. So yes, as long as they continue the to thing. do that, they will Is be the a games mint. Are incredible. So, like, yeah, don't stop. Yeah, exactly. In many ways, honestly, yeah, I might be speaking blasphemy out of Spider-Man fandom. Mm -hmm. I prefer the games to the movies. That's not a crazy thing to say I in, in 2023. Way more. definitely not. The I, plot I, yeah. by and large is way better. Yeah, I think a lot of, of that, that Spider-Man's been doing in the movies. Yeah, I think a lot of that is because Spider-Man has had to be in service of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the last couple of movies. Well, I'm very excited to see what they do going forward where he can just kind of breathe and be his own hero. What I don't but, understand um, yeah. is why they didn't just do your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, like show him do his thing, and then you don't need to intro Spider-Man in Civil War just because you have him. You intro him like now on his own solo thing, do solo Sony stuff, learn how to figure out how to work together. Mm -hmm. how you both can benefit from this and then lead in and then when he's older maybe the reason why he doesn't want to keep playing Spider-Man is because he's not allowed to grow with the character because mm -hmm. it keeps yeah. taking place individual years after his stuff and it's like no he's not a high schooler anymore he's in his 20s mm -hmm. he already said he like dealt with like had struggled with like obsessive like addiction thoughts with alcohol like mm -hmm. he has he's in depth how about this? Mm -hmm. How about we find Peter Parker later after the snap or whatever, the, or whatever it is, whatever multiversal change thing he went through last time. Mm -hmm. 
How about it's years later? He's a dark kind of. I mean, I don't want to ruin the golden boy, but darken up the golden boy a little bit. Give him some personality, man. Get mm-hmm. him ready for the fucking symbiote suit. So by the time it clamps mm-hmm. on, everybody goes, "Oh no, Pete, don't do it," yeah. <laughs> because you know he's just gonna be like, "Yeah, let's do totally. this thing." Totally. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the um, the Spider-Man animated series we got coming. Uh, it's like Spider-Man Year One or something like that, where he's in high school and stuff. That's gonna Me be really too. cool. I'm very um, excited. I like. We also, but I will say this: I am uh-huh. a big personal fan. Even when I was a kid, when they came out, because they came out with young Peter Parker when I was a little, like as we were growing up. Like Peter mm-hmm. Parker in high school is like a newer concept to the. Or if you're looking at the timeline, maybe now it's past the. Maybe I'm just old and I'm like, well, it was better back when I was a kid. Well, Spider-Man but, originally, like in the, the 60s, I believe, was started off in high school. And then him being older was an animated thing that would come later uh, with the, in the comic books and stuff. I believe the first iteration of the character 60s. was in high school. Peter Parker in high school. Because I remember he had like blonde hair or something back then or like red hair. Yeah, it's like brown red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What year was Peter Parker in high school? Ah, was spent 62 to 65 at Midtown High. You were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, see, I always thought he was an older one. But I will say, I am, having read it through, I am a fan of old Peter Parker. Like, yeah. Oh, seasoned yeah. Seasoned Peter Parker. You know, like totally. when he basically becomes like the techno god that Batman is. And all he does, like while he's fighting you, he's like figuring out a way to basically plant a bomb on you to like encapsulate 100%. you in web. Like, yes, that that's I, the... Give me top of the line gadget Peter Parker older yes we haven't seen that version of peter parker really yet and i because re- that's a big part of who that character becomes is his ability to like build stuff Invent. and like have gadgets yeah that's like a real big part of the character so i definitely want to get to that point to where he's like you know because that's a big part of the games too is all the different gadgets and stuff that you can use mm-hmm. and, and i think that's like a really fun aspect of peter parker and then um when he's mm-hmm. gadget level peter parker that's when he has to fight the sinister six mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah that's when you totally. do it. Gadget Peter Parker can totally survive against the Sinister Six. Tom Holland's mm-hmm. Peter Parker, without mm-hmm. the Iron Spider suit, I'm not so sure. Yeah, totally. I think the way the I think the Sinister Six would um, turn Tom Holland's little Pete into a bloody stain on the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. In like five minutes, like he'd do it. He'd give him a good five minutes, but six of them against him, and he'd get he'd get off some good quips, but like that Pete's a little soft. Mm-hmm. I agree, Andrew. Garfield's Peter Parker with the symbiote, though? I'll put yeah. him up against the Sinister Six. Totally. Um, while we're talking about bidding wars in Hollywood, um, Miramax uh, beats A24 out for the rights to develop uh, Halloween Cinematic Universe, this is uh, Michael Myers fun. and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. It'll be fun. Uh, I was hoping it would be A24 because I'd like to me see too. Friday the 13th being a little, treated a little bit more artistically. But I like Miramax, so... Yeah. The Miramax does good work. Um, Yeah, I'm. uh, Yeah, I'm. I really. (laughs) I think it would have been really cool to see uh, what A24 would have done with this franchise, but that's fine. Um, When we die and go to heaven, and we get to go to that theater where you and I get to plug in every combination for every movie we've ever wanted to see, that'll be one Mm -hmm. of those. We go show me the Friday the Thirteenth if A24 made it. Yes, I definitely want to see that. Um, yeah. I definitely I would love an A24 uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think that'd be great. <gasps> oh, you right. Keep getting my hopes up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just need A24 to do a really good. I, I haven't really seen just a good classic like slasher flick from them. 
Or maybe I've yeah, just that's it. true. I don't think they've. I don't know if they've done one yet. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But um, because that's my favorite. Like one of my favorite horror. Like truthfully, if I'm gonna sit down and watch a horror movie. Yeah. I like to watch either gothic horror or slasher flicks. And slasher flicks are my favorite. Like Thanksgiving that's coming out looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. <laughs> AJ's even fired up about that one. She's like, that one looks fun. I'm like, it's going to be great. Yeah, I think we're kind of seeing a renaissance in slasher movies right now. I'm, I'm really excited about back. I want slasher flicks to come back, man. Mm-hmm. Make them good and scary, too. That's my favorite. Just, oh, no, there's a killer in the woods. I'm like, yeah, and he's going to beat your brains in with a bat wrapped in baseball, like bat wrapped in barbed wire. It's nuts. Your friends yeah. have already died. You're the last one. <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably run. You should probably be uh, running. <laughs> yeah. What do you got on your end? Uh, Greg Daniels is going to reboot The Office once the strikes end, apparently. Well, why? <laughs> because why? that awful thing won't die. Because do you bring appara- back any of the original characters? I Let's see. Like, like would, would you do it if you were running the show? Me? No. Yeah, no. Absolutely not, because I I want this project to fail. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Apparently it's been in the uh, cards since September 2019. No, I don't want to see that. No one wants to see this. If you don't bring back any of the original characters, it's not really The Office. It's just another workplace comedy. Right. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. You may as well just make the make a whole entire series about that other office that we saw that Rashida Jones worked at originally. Yeah, you totally. Like, yep. Whatever. Yeah, I just there are fans out there of The Office. I get it. I love things mm-hmm. like that level too. I just am one of those people that like got three seasons in, and even when I was there, when truthfully, what ruined it for me was when Jim kissed Pam again even though she like against her consent mm, like mm-hmm. alone in a dark office you know even though she was yeah. like no I'm engaged and he was like oh, I don't care I'm Jim I was just like <laughs> oh fuck this guy I don't know I'm done like yeah. this is the hero this is supposed to be the fun plucky hero of the show no thank you yeah and as not, I became a manager of people in workplaces I was like oh Jim's an awful awful employee like, mm-hmm. Dwight's an asshole, but at least Dwight wants to do a good job and follow the rules. Yeah, he's just trying to do his job. You can work with Dwight. You just have to tell Dwight to not bring nunchucks, you know? Yeah. Jim, you tell him no, and he's like, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to wrap everything in, news- in like newspaper. But, oh, wait. It's not your stuff. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, The Office doesn't need to be rebooted. No. What else you got over there? Just let it keep it on streaming. The people that are watching it are already watching it. They're not going to move over and watch this because those are the characters they grew up with. 100%. They don't want new characters. Nope. Uh, okay. Uh, Invincible creator wants to explore original storylines in future seasons of the series. Cool. Great. Sounds good to me. Uh-huh. Um, um, do you see the uh, second trailer for Wonka? No, I did not. Okay. I'm not very excited about that movie, I'll be honest. It mm-hmm. doesn't look interesting to me because yeah. I am a fan of Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. That yeah. Would, would almost on the level make he wants you to believe he'd be willing to let those kids die, you know? Right. And that's the Wonka that I I want to see. The crazy, dangerous inventor Wonka. I don't want to see the director of Paddington's version of a sweet, you know, family musical for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just I want my Wonka with some edge. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer uh, now on mute, and it looks it looks fun. It looks uh, it looks like there might be a little bit of an edge to it, more so than is revealed in the first trailer. There's like a lot of chaos happening, and it looks very um, the world looks very Harry Potter esque, uh, which mm. is interesting to oh, me. Oh God, if they try to turn this into a Harry Potter style franchise, the Willy Wonka <laughs> franchise, I'm gonna lose my mind. It's the Willy yeah. Wonka verse. Oh no. Yeah, my my guess is that the movie's going to probably be pretty good. It just won't be what that original movie was, yeah. you know, which is fine. It just won't be for everybody, you know. Yeah, like I'm probably not gonna go see it. Yeah, I uh, I probably will way. see this. If but, AJ yeah. wants to see it, I will watch it. But other right. than that, I'm not gonna go. I hear you. I'll see it. So, um, um, we got a new. Cast member on the Invincible season revealed. Uh, his name is Shape <laughs> Shape Smith, uh, and he is voiced by Ben Schwartz. <laughs> uh, he's a normal human superhero. Is the the uh, the comment here? Um, this is from Invincible HQ um, on Instagram. Yeah, comic book uh, reported it originally. Yeah, cool. I'm excited to get more characters. Uh, I wonder if like if he if he does not have superpowers, I wonder if his superpower is just doing impressions or something. <laughs> Shapesmith? Yeah. <laughs> I think he might be a yoga master. Oh, really? Yes. That's or hilarious. he can take the shape of any object he chooses. Yeah. Just a normal normal human superhero. I'm gonna see if there's any word on him in the in the comic books. Did we ever talk about the creator? I'm not sure. I don't think we did. I don't think so. I don't think we did. We need have to you make seen that? that? A, yes, I did. We need to make that oh, okay. an episode because I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, me too. That's okay. next episode for the, sure. Next episode, then will be the creator. Okay, great. Uh, oh, okay. I want to talk about. Uh, do you, you want to know about Shapesmith? Yes, please. Uh, it seems like he's kind of a play on Martian Manhunter. Okay. He Shape Shapesmith is a is a Martian using his metamorphic abilities to disguise himself as astronaut uh, Russ Livingston and uh, fight crime. He has become a member of you the have Guardians to say of the, the Name Right. Astronaut Russ Livingston. Yeah, Russ Livingston. Uh, he has become a member of the Guardians of the Globe mainly because Shapesmith captured Doc Seismic. Um, his uh, yeah, his power. He's shapeshifter. Uh, cool. Martian Manhunter. Style. They're going to use that with Ben Schwartz to great effect. Yes, I am sure they will. Um, what else you got on your end? Uh, Star Trek Four is apparently still on track. Interesting. With J.J. Uh, Abrams? It says writer and director Lindsay Anderson Beard. Did she direct Beyond? Because if she did, I don't want her working on that. Star Trek Beyond. I have any the, say in it, or I have any ownership of it, or I'm even yeah. a Trekkie, but like Beyond just was not... Star Trek Beyond, the only Star Trek uh, property to include a dirt bike in it. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that's what they have on other planets in the that's future. why I didn't like it. There's so many missteps. And I was just like, what are you What are you doing? Um, who directed it? Where are you? Where are you? Oh, Justin Lin directed Star Trek Beyond. That's true. Then why was it <laughs> Which explains why there was... You know, Star Trek Beyond wasn't terrible. It just was like... It I wasn't it since uh, the first viewing when I saw it. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It was just like, oh, they they don't they didn't. Re- it seemed like they didn't really care to make it feel Star Trekky anymore that's, at all. Okay, 
thank you. That's yeah. what I remember being my problem with it is that it didn't yeah. feel Star Trekky. It was like it was just like this is just some space thing. Yeah, the first two feel very Star Trekky, but you could make that movie in anything else and not make it Star Trek, and it would be right. Still, it'd be better. In my yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, but she, uh, whatever, new writer director. I'm if she hasn't worked, I'm great. Let's do this. Uh, cool. I'm down. Uh, Star Trek Four would be fun. Uh, it's going to be sad without. Um, um, Chris Pine. Oh, uh, oh, um, Anton, Anton Yelkin. Yelkin. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. sad without Anton Yelkin, but mm-hmm. um, I would still like to see, especially if it's been like the same amount of time between then and now, and the Star Trek Enterprise is a more seasoned, like cohesive crew. Sure, you know, yeah. Then mm-hmm. I would be like, let's fight the freaking Klingons. <laughs> yep. Or something like, let's go to war. Not that yeah. they're war; they're a space exploration, scientific, ambassadorial search. Mm-hmm. Mission. That's what everybody forgets. They just happen to be armed because wouldn't you if you went to a different planet? I kind of want it to be more like that, like episodic, like kind of yeah. like Mission Impossible, where it's like, all right, here's the mission we're on for this movie. You know we what I mean? Found Rather- this new planet. Exactly. Your mission is exactly. to go to this other side of the galaxy through the black hole and like survey this planet. Whatever you find, you need to report back. And then it's like, oh no, there's an enemy like army on this planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I want. Let's do uh, it. We got a Doug sequel series coming mm-hmm. um, where they're adults um, coming from Disney Plus. Um, it's called it's dubbed. Uh, the working title is Doug Kids. And the project would focus on Doug and Patty Mayonnaise, um, non adults and married in their two children, Yancey and Doug Jr. Um, the show would also feature adult versions of Skeeter Roger, BB, Judy, Chalky, and other original characters. Doug is 33 years old. Um, the fans of Doug have grown up, grown up, and maybe some of them have gotten married. Maybe some of them have kids. The idea of bringing Doug back now has real power in it, uh, says Jim Jenkins, the creator of Doug. All right. Grown up Doug. Doug all grown up. We'll see. We'll see. Fine. Um, let's see what we got. Yeah, um, this is a story you mentioned earlier. Um, Marvel admits their method for TV shows uh, isn't working and will make significant changes. Marvel admits that the message that the method for its series isn't working. This is from Screen Thrill. Uh, it's turning to a more traditional approach, like having showrunners, show bibles, and um, shockingly, pilots. <laughs> um, uh, Marvel did what not a weird hear uh, concept to trust yeah, the system that was created originally to make television better. Yes. Hmm. Um, THR reports Marvel did not adhere to the traditional TV making model for their shows. Uh, One being it didn't commission pilots, but instead shot entire 150 million plus seasons of TV on the fly, which is crazy before knowing what was going to work. Executives (laughs) don't know what they're doing. Uh, Yep. Maybe executives aren't creative people. I think it's time we start realizing that people that can make tons of fucking money and are really good at making money aren't exactly creative in the arts. They're creative, sure. Just not mm-hmm. artistically. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that it didn't do, it didn't hire showrunners, but instead depended on film executives to run its series. Big so mistake. Stupid. Yep. And it relied on post-production and reshoots to fix what wasn't working. Um, yeah, again, apparently so all stupid. of that. So you shoot an entire season, you find out it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work, and then you go back to reshoots and then nothing makes sense. Like mm-hmm. everything's out of order. Like, oh, I'm just going to name. Well, I'll, I was going to name a specific show, but oh, any Marvel television show? Yeah, yeah. Any of them? Any of them. Uh, 
All of that will now change. They are revamping its, its development process. Showrunners will write pilots and show bibles. The days of Marvel shooting an entire series from She-Hulk to Secret Invasion, then looking at what work, what's working and what's not, are done. Uh, and just as Loki marked Marvel's first season two of a series out of nine TV shows to date, the studio will lean into the idea of multi-season serialized TV, stepping away from the limited series format. Um, Marvel wants to create shows that run several several seasons where characters can take time to develop relationships, go figure, with the audience rather than feeling as if they are as a setup for a big crossover event. Uh, yeah, could have told you that, pal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we well, I mean... Us and how many other people have been speaking into microphones about that for how long? Yeah. Yep. Um, Since uh, what? Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. The minute that came out, I was like, oh, cool intro. And I was like, oh, and that's where the creativity ends. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) This is terrible. I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah. And this is not the. Yeah, it's. I think they'll be slightly surprised. Mm-hmm. If they start putting showrunners and Bibles together about how far up the quality level goes on yes. their shows. Yes. Also, now that they're doing that, can we get another season of Moon Knight, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like an hour, or an hour and a half movie where he just goes, a rated R hour and a half Moon Knight movie would be perfect. And then Oscar Isaacs can move on and the nerds can be like, ah, oh, we got it. Yes. Bring all the gods in, bring like his big other, like make it supernatural and like crazy mm-hmm. and like, you know, make yeah. it be where like the MCU goes next after the, after the multiverse into the spiritual realm. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I know yeah. I'm, uh, I'm breaking, I'm breaking the two for a rule, but uh, I think this, this is important because it's on the heels dude, of that. We have so much to get through. If something is in yeah. theme, like just bleh, like get yeah. it out. <laughs> next on my end is uh the Deadpool news or excuse me, daredevil news oh, yes. that um they're, Scrapping what they've done so far uh, to a certain extent and starting over with this show. This is probably um, that's probably the reason why they announced they're going to start doing showrunners and stuff is because the executive mm-hmm. in charge of this project is so bad mm-hmm. that it's unwatchable. Yeah. Yes, uh, they are uh, almost done or halfway through. Something. They they had shot yeah they had shot a, a good portion of it before the writer strike and uh, actor strike took hold but uh, apparently according to um, the geekster on Instagram Marvel uh, a Disney Plus uh, Daredevil series is hitting the reset button Marvel's let go of all the writers and directors for Daredevil Born Again and the series will uh, will get an entire creative reboot um, Marvel was not enthused by what had been shot so far and reports from the Hollywood Reporter say that. The hero uh, doesn't even show up in costume until episode four, which, which people would at have this been point so angry about. <laughs> yeah, people would have n- not watched that show. So yeah, and uh, and John Bernthal has been added to the cast as the Punisher, and it's going to good. be R rated, um, as it should. All of the good things they're going to be so surprised by how yeah, many people so. tune adults tune in, and I'm like, dude, make more rated R superhero content. Mm-hmm. You just need yeah. to. Once you yep. establish the X Men universe, give me X Force. Mm-hmm. Let me watch the team that like doesn't try to save people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What you got on your end? James Gunn says that everything before Creature Commandos and Superman Legacy is non-canon. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he has a way to tie in the second Peacemaker season that he will be making in with the DCU with his thing, and it will explain the how certain characters have crossed over and others haven't, and stuff like that. So. Who knows? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Eon has reportedly set a two or three James Bond film deal to Christopher Nolan to direct. Oh, nice. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, v- so looking forward to that. Hoping, what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, what we were hoping would happen is seems like it's happening. So, yeah. Yeah, Christopher Nolan is going, it seems like he's going to be directing James, two or th- two, at least one, hopefully, James Bond movie. And the lead runner so far for James Bond is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, interesting. That's, oh, uh, it's and not, by the way, the best yeah. piece of news you're going to love, Christopher Nolan has gone on record and said that if he does Bond, he wants to do it in period. Like yeah. in the sixties, yeah, he w- he would want to. I think that that seems on brand for him. If this happens, yeah, I hate to be the guy that every new James Bond comes out. I'm like, oh, it's my favorite. Daniel Craig's uh-huh. my favorite because he's yeah. the closest to the book so far. But if and oh, and Nolan said that he wants to adapt the novels. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. do an original. He just wants to go back to the books and kind of reset it and mm-hmm. do his thing. And I'm like, great. That sounds mm-hmm. great to me. Put us in the swinging 60s. Give us fun gadgets when they make sense and they're not just like lasers that can cut doors open and missiles that can turn into a robot. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, make it make sense, you know? Give it the humor. Mm-hmm. Give us the, the banter between Q and Bond, how he doesn't pay attention and Q's always like treating him like a child. And it's like, give me, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the fun witty repartee between Money Penny and Bond. Like, give me a double mm-hmm. quilted leather door into, into M's office, damn it. Yeah, like where you hear him from from the intercom, Money Penny, can you please tell Bond to get in here? Yeah, <laughs> like, I want all of that. Uh, and how? And, I think and no how? One can bring it. Yeah, and how cool of a moment will it be to like have a Bond movie set in the '60s and Michael Caine is there? Like, I just think that's like a <laughs> that's like the British like that's like winning the British film like lottery there. You oh know what I mean? God, like if Michael Caine plays M. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> now Bond. Yeah. I have to understand. Yeah. Good. Oh, man. So good. Um, he's got to hurry up and do it. Michael Caine's uh, getting up there in mm-hmm. age. He's, um, he's, he's hanging on, but man. Yeah, he's hanging on. He's getting there. Um, it, you know what's crazy is how it's – I think it's amazing that Michael Caine has lived this long, honestly. Oh, because crazy. you know his life has been full of just brandy and cigars and <laughs> – well, I think he was in a street gang when he was a kid. Yeah. Like, this dude's a tough, tough man. Like, he's lived yeah. a life. Yeah, he definitely has. Um, he's one of the few, when he plays a British gangster, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe you'd break my nose and my yeah. toes and everything with mm-hmm. a sledgehammer. I'm like, sure. Well, do you want the money? It's over there. I'll just get it for you. You want me to put it in a bag here? You know what? Let me just give you yeah. my car. <laughs> yeah. You can take my car and the money. That way we don't look <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I love uh, I I love Aaron Taylor John- Aaron Taylor Johnson as 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 Bond. I think that's a great casting choice. I do too. Um, Henry Cavill would make sense to move forward with Bond if Bond was modern. But I think yes. if we're going sixties, you need to do yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, because men weren't that big back then. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> if they were, they were in the military, but they were like, yes, this man yeah. just rips people's heads off in combat. Yeah, yeah. we've designed a monster. <laughs> and Aaron Taylor, jo- Aaron Taylor Johnson isn't necessarily a slight man, but he's n- he's nowhere near, you know, a Henry no, Cavill. You need you need Bond to be because he's Bond is a martial artist. He's a he's a, yeah. he's supposed to be a socialite, right? He runs yeah. in high end social circles, so he needs to be like in good shape. You know, he's a yes. playboy, so he's in yes. good shape. So he works out. He works out. Says he all does all the time. He's a secret agent. He has to. Plus, yeah. he's vain. So 
great. Uh, so yeah, you could give him a good body. Just don't give him like a modern day roided out like. Yes. You, know, boom. you still need that. You still need the moment, the shirtless Bond moment for all the yeah. ladies that all the guys like me that are like James Bond, whose wives, unlike mine, don't like James Bond. Yeah. You know, give them some some eye candy to be like, ooh, and then still for the ones that like James Bond, still give it to them. Yeah. One James Bond. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's Nolan is going to knock this out of the park, and I think it's going to be the original car. fantastic. He drove yes. like a Bentley originally. Yeah, dude, just yeah, yeah give me all of it. Give like, me all ugh. of it. Ugh. Give me, give me all the poker games. Give me all the yes! ladies That's at the bar. Yes, give me. It's not po- It's poker now. It's baccarat. If he played in the uh, '60s, he played yeah. baccarat. Poker's a new mm-hmm. thing. Poker only comes with the Daniel Craig one. But dude, gotcha. if it's in the '60s, oh man, give me baccarat <laughs> games where it yeah. comes over like. Connery style, that smoky room where he like asks something and she says something, but it's a very coded term for her like genitals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh. Give give me the the you know the insane henchman with like a weird deformity. Yes. Give me all of yes. that. <laughs> the guy who has like one eye, but it's you know, but it's like he lost it because he was an orphan. It's like yes, dude. Like give me that yeah. weird post World War II still Nazi sympathizers around while the countries are dividing the world up and Bond mm-hmm. just exists to stop whatever major evil Britain's like that's our enemy Bond go get him and he's like yeah. and it's great and you watch him seduce a bunch of women and just like beat the shit out of a bunch of guys yeah a bunch I would of love turtlenecked to see a... henchmen's preferably yes I would love to see a downhill skiing uh, set piece have to <laughs> You have, have to. to. Dude, I want to <laughs> yeah. see a cold open with an amazing stunt or car chase. Yeah. Yes. I just want the movie to open with da- with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson on holiday in the Swiss Alps or something. Dude, with you want to open woman. it like, um, uh, you want to open it like, uh, uh, Spy Who Loved Me with Roger yeah, Moore. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where he, and that one is great because it ends with the biggest like, oh, it's so good. Uh-huh. He's skiing. All the guys are like shooting at him, and he's like, uh-huh. he's getting away. And he turns around. And he uses a ski pole and he shoots a dude. And he's going, going, going. And all of a sudden, he jump. He like skis right off a cliff, and it's like yeah. this long, wide shot. And you watch him fall, 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 fall. And there's no music while he's falling. Yeah. And you hear the wind, and all of a sudden, you see the parachute open, and it's a giant British flag. And the da 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 da. Just like the biggest middle finger to any enemy, like yeah, I'm James Bond, bitch. Like, yeah. oh man, yeah, that's that's all I, I want, want. That's all I, I want. I want that so bad. Totally. Like, oh, dude, yeah. give it to me, please. It just it's so much fun. Just that era of like James Bond is just oh so good. Um, Give me a crazy villain that has an insane yes. plan to like drill to the center of the universe like Dr. No and put a bomb in it. Like something. Like just give yeah. I'm going to steal everybody's left shoe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, from uh, This is also from Geekster. Uh, A24 is currently looking to make some more uh, commercial action and big IP projects. Um, according to the rap, A24 is currently looking to expand into making more commercial films and is searching for action and big IP projects. The studio is pivoting to create some action and big IP projects after losing millions on various films, including Bo is Afraid, where the studio lost $35 million. I didn't know they lost money I on that. Know that. The studio still plans to invest in the same type of content they currently develop. Um, okay. Yeah. Would love more projects. Uh, I think A24 is... 
Uh, I think what they've developed the most, I think, is a an aesthetic and an appreciation for storytelling that I think would be very refreshing for big bigger budget IP. I agree. That's why I wanted to see Friday the 13th franchise. Go yes. Yeah. And I, a lot of people like I saw a lot of the comments on this are like, well, you know, it, that's not what A24 does. Like, I don't want to see them make an Avengers movie. Hey, man, th- there's a there's a lot of mileage between a five million dollar movie and a three hundred million dollar movie. Yes. Uh, like, <laughs> big budget by A24 standards can be a hundred million, which is yes. not a lot of money. You know, no, no, no. no. A24 does fine. They're not going to, and they know what they are. They're not going to try to become Disney. They don't want to no. do that because they don't want to make that kind of content. They want to make content that uns- unsettles you to your core. Yes. And then make 100%. you laugh about two dudes singing about how they're assholes and their parents are Megan Mullally and Nathan Lane. And I can't wait to see dicks. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, no, I would love to see them do some kind of like, um, to do some kind of IP and, and give us their the A24 yeah. take on it. Because A24 is a brand now. It's I not just it's, like a... No, it is. It's a brand. It's a studio. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think what you nailed on the head, I think if you're going to do it and you're going to give any of those old school IPs to A24, I think you give them Nightmare on Elm Street. That'd be amazing. I think they oh, would it'd be, be so the good. best suited to make that mm-hmm. franchise It'd be so good. Back up again. And it would be mm-hmm. scary and it would be legitimate. And they would call Freddy a pedophile mm-hmm. instead of what they did in the original one, where it's like the old term. It's like, oh, yeah, he just messes around with kids. It's like, yeah. <laughs> do you hear yourself talk? Yeah. Um, There's yeah, a lot like, of. Uh, I don't think that yeah. statement is as less threat is as unthreatening as you think it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could. I would love to see them yeah. like an adapt like a popular novel, like something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like the you know like a a, a Martian style novel, like something that's like mm-hmm. a successful book IP that they could make into a movie. Like all of that is fair game. I think that'd be great. Absolutely, a twenty four can do whatever they want because they've proven that they do they they value quality over quantity. Yes, and I'm like a nice right now in this day and age with the studios, that's what we need is quality over quantity. But nobody's focusing on that. Hmm. Um. So. Did you watch the trailer for the Iron Claw? I did. Yes. I am uh, this looks great. Absolutely <laughs> fired up about this movie. Yeah, it looks it this looks great, looks, man. This movie, when I watched the trailer and it ended, I was like, "Yep, that's exactly what I want it to be." Uh, speaking of A24, yeah, this looks this looks fantastic. Um I'm really looking forward to this, man. Oh, I had somebody recently ask me at, at work. They were like, what movies would you recommend? And I looked at it and I was like, anything that A24 makes. They were mm-hmm. like, really? I was like, it's the only like company right now that I go, just watch anything they make. Even if you don't like it, it's still not bad. You know what? You know what movie franchise I think if A24 wanted to get in the, the IP game and they, they wanted to like reboot a franchise, that'd be fun. Um I would love to see them do like a because I think these kind of movies are kind of the '90s version of an A24 movie, okay. <laughs> in my opinion. Is like the movie Twister. Okay. Like a because I think really I so Twister I think is a is a very 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 good fun movie. Oh, I, like I think Twister. it's it's a movie that like really is about the characters and it's not oh. really about the tornadoes no, at all. No, no. Um, and I, I think they could do a really good reboot of like that franchise. And because I think there's something um, I think what works about that movie to me is there's something I think they managed to capture what real scientists are like really well. They, they don't feel like movie scientists like the team. Right. You know what I mean? They don't feel like 
<laughs> like those scientists you see in like uh like Godzilla movies and stuff like that, where it's just like these people don't do science. Or like you know what they, I mean? Or like if they tried to make Chris Hemsworth into a scientist. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Chris, but like, bro, yeah, you gotta yeah. play your niche, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I could see them doing something like that, like a cool, like kind of charactery thing, but that has like a sort of high concept to it. Yeah, I think that could be really fun. I love Twister. I, I that I rewatch that movie often. It's good. Twister's um, great, man. It's such great a movie. Good movie. Yeah, Iron Claw looks sick. I can't wait Iron to Claw see looks this. Amazing. I am so ready for this movie. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be very stoked to see a Zac Efron film, but like, let's let's do it. Yeah. Am, no, he lo- he I'm looks ready. great. Jeremy uh, White looks great from the bear he looks great and they all look fantastic i think it's gonna be really good um i'm excited to see who they got to play like some of the more contemporary wrestlers of that time like rick flair and all that kind of thing it's gonna be so much fun to see all those guys pop up all the cameos yeah (laughs) i might wait because my brother-in-law is super big into wrestling i might wait Mm -hmm. to go see that with him oh yeah i I think it might come down i think it might come out when they're he and my brother, my sister-in-law might be moving down here for a little bit. I think it comes out when he's here. If it is, oh, Isaiah and I are going to see Iron Claw. Oh, you have to. Gonna. You have to. Actually, I should text um, him. The, I'll text him the trailer. He'll be stoked today. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, what you got? Uh, I have a little bit of sad news. Uh, Sir Michael Gambon passed. Yes. Yes. Uh, from Face Lord of the, the Rings many, fame. Many, yes. many movies, but most yes. notably is Dumbledore to our yes. generation. Harry um, Potter, sorry, not Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> Glad we don't have an email where people can write in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they listen to this at all. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, there's that. Uh, have you seen the movie for uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn's new movie? Argyle. Uh, I have not Argyle? watched the trailer yet. How is how, how's that looking? It looks fucking stupid. Oh no. It looks really bad, dude. Like Henry Cavill looks terrible. Oh no. Um, like it doesn't like the trailer doesn't really say anything about the story. It's just him. It's like I just it's like well, it, I mean it does, but it's like it's this thing, but it's a writer, but there's really a there's really a Sam Rockwell's really like an agent, but it's all about this cat. I'm like the minute it seemed cool. And then the minute it was about like the cat, I was like, I no, I'm out. Like I just, mm-hmm. why? Like there's something to do with the cat that they haven't brought on, but I'm like, I yeah. don't know. Everything else looked fun. Sam mm-hmm. Rockwell's in it as an assassin. I always love Sam Rockwell just being Sam yeah, Rockwell as an assassin. He's great. Um, just Sam Rockwell getting to be himself is amazing. Uh, but yeah, he is. It looks. It looks interesting. Like, I'm interested to see another trailer. Yes, I want to see less of the cat. Maybe the cat's just a side thing, and they're using it as like the logo because she's like, "Save me!" He's like, "I gotta save you." She's like, "And my cat." He's like, "Fine," you know. Maybe it's that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, which would be interesting. But it seems like the cat is kind of a major plot point to it. Right. But it it has all the uh, action sequences seemingly that you expect from a Matthew Vaughn movie. There's a fight mm-hmm. sequence, hand to hand fight sequence in a train that looks very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So there okay, you, you have to check that out. Yeah. Um, uh, what else you got? Prey Two is now in development at Hulu. Oh wow! Okay. I cool. would like the Prey series to just be predators leapfrogging through time, fighting people as technology oh, progressively I think that'd be great. changes on different continents. 
I think like, that would be fantastic. Oh, dude, some West West African hunter warrior guy, like head warrior yeah, from like dude 100%. against a predator, like at mm-hmm. the height of like the West African Empire. Give me that, dude. Where dude, they're both me- using essentially the same. Give me the. Pre- <laughs> that would be before. That would be before prey. Which I don't yeah. care because it would be great because then you could even use the same technology less with the Predator but make it more toe-to-toe. What if the Predator's advancements of technology was them coming to Earth throughout the years and getting absolutely their ass handed to a, to them by, by humans? And oh, so they were like, we have to technologically get better to hunt them. Dude, how about this? A How about a Predator Samurai movie? <sighs> now, wait. <laughs> is it Predator versus Samurai or is it a Predator Samurai? <laughs> I would I would say it's Predator versus Samurai. You have to be very clear because you know someone somewhere would be like, yes. Yeah. Uh I think Predator versus Samurai could be really cool. Maybe that there's like a samurai dumb. who like whose master is killed or something, and so like, you know, he, oh, he, he he's searching for purpose. Underneath him and they go on the hunt. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch yeah. of samurai and underling samurai, like going—I don't know the term—but just hunting this predator, and it's yeah. just like, and all it should give. I would like to see the humans get an upper hand at some point and have the, the predator have him like an "oh shit" moment. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be I'd, fun. That'd be great. Uh, there's a lot of time periods I think a predator would be very interesting, um, like a French Foreign Legion, like in like the 20s, 30s, mm-hmm. in like oh, East yes, Africa, dude, North Africa, desert, somewhere. We've never seen a predator in the desert. We've always seen him in the woods. A yeah. desert predator would be very terrifying. Yes, it would. Um, dude, uh, yes, there's a, a lot of different... against that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a World War II uh, Nazi unit against a predator would be great. Because uh-huh. then you That'd don't be feel great. bad that they get murdered. Or 100%. Their spines are being ripped out and used for trophies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 100%. Yeah, do you, you want to do that over... He's hiding over behind that tree. You can go get him and do that again if you want. Yeah, you could do it World oh, War Two, where like a, like Pacific Theater, like some maybe in a, like an American fighter Pacific pilot like crashes behind Japanese the lines and in, Jap- in Japan. Push together <laughs> to fight against a predator. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. A I guy. Like where this uh, is yeah. Going. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Marines All right, and Japanese uh, forces being like, I'm not gonna die today. Yeah, exactly. And then the <laughs> Japanese forces equivalent, which I'm not going to do because I'm not a racist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Jason Momoa is playing Lobo in Superman Legacy. It seems to be. Seems or to be. He's, lo- he's lobbied for it or Lobo yeah. for it. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's likely I'll to happen. Myself out. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Loboing for it. Uh, I think that's very likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, and it, I think they should do it. I think it's a good fit. I think they're done with the Aquaman stuff, oh. uh, and I think they should just. I think Lobo is probably the role he was born to play. It is. Uh, he knows it. So, yeah, and he knows it. I think everyone He's knows always it. Basically, like been like, well, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> we know you look. You literally look like if someone was like, make him, but a human. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so I think that's going to be great. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, hopefully, we get like a scrap a the Lobo. Aquaman movies. Get away from them. Erase them from time, and then just move on and be like, we still use you. Your talents can be better used. You know. Because I want Aquaman to be more of like the, I'm the prince of the sea kingdom. Yes, 100%. And I think Lobo could, off the heels of doing Lobo in Superman Legacy, I think Lobo Lobo could be a cool TV show too. Oh, I think a, an episodic Lobo, you it's know, space western it's what, it's kind of thing. Boba Fett should have been, a space western bounty mm-hmm. of the week. Yep, exactly. Action exactly. film of the week. Exactly. Mm, um, I, I think that I would be fantastic. I want a TV fantastic. series that's basically just a weekly contained, self-contained action film. 
mm-hmm. where he just goes around the universe dragging demons back to hell. <laughs> Dude, does he do demons or does he do aliens? I think it's a mixture of both because the, cool. the DC stuff's kind of weird and kind of does both. Because I think he's technically like undead or something or something like it. He's like space demon guy. Like, it's weird. Don't worry about it. I'm going to look it up after we hang up. And yeah. About him it's fine. Um, it's fine. I, you know me. I'll fill my yeah. head with useless nonsense like that. Uh, coming off the heels of Funny Things, a movie about the Ocean Gate tragedies in the works. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Can it star Will Ferrell? Can it be a dark comedy? Can it be about a bunch of idiot billionaires that think they know better and yeah. uh, than science? Yeah. And yeah, it I, also, I would also like it to actively note in the yeah. end, the credit sequence, and this might be a bit insensitive, but the credit sequence should be every stand-up comedy bit about the Ocean Gate thing, about how the people of the world saw that happen and went, good, I'm glad they're dead. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I had the only I, time I've ever seen a tragedy happen, and the entire globe that I know of was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, they deserve that. Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah, I was thinking about like how you could do that movie, and it would be really funny to do it like as a like a fictionalized version of it, as to respect the dead, um, do a fictionalized version of it where like, and I saw it as being almost like a um. Like a like an A twenty four style like uh, comedy and almost like a comedy where like a comedy of errors where like you know this guy is doomed from the beginning but like you're kind of rooting for him and like you know what I mean like I yeah. but like also like God this guy is a moron you exactly. know what I mean <laughs> it's, it's one of those situations you need to have the sense of like well let's just see how this plays out yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I think something like that could be really cool. Um, uh, yeah, I think yeah, I'm look actually looking forward to this. I hope it, I hope it's it's done well because uh, I think there you could make a really cool movie from this. Mm. Um, speaking of uh, movies that I hope are made well, um, Michael Mann is doing a sequel to Heat, starring Adam Driver as young Robert De Niro <laughs> or Neil McCauley from the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I commented, Heat Two, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Why? yeah. I mean, setting aside that uh, Adam Driver is probably six inches taller than uh, Robert yeah, De Niro. <laughs> that's also bad casting. Yeah, it's also weird, very weird it's casting. wishful casting. Sure, yeah. Just don't um, do it. Just do a separate heist movie that takes place yeah. now. You can even do it, Heat 2. Just out. don't make it the same guy. We're doing it. Do it. Call it Heat 2 and base it in the 70s. Something. Yeah. You don't need to um, keep going on the story. It's like, come on, man. I think this movie, although all that aside, I think this movie is probably going to be amazing. Oh, of course, it's uh, and it's Heat too. I love yeah. Heat. Heat is amazing. And it's one of the best movies of the nineties. I think Adam Val Driver Kilmer's is one of hair alone in that movie. Yeah. Deserves an Oscar. <laughs> I think Adam Driver is one of the better actors working right now in that sort of lead Same. man kind of slot. Um, so I, I can't he wait to see intense. what he does with this. He yeah, he's very intense. The way De Niro can and yes, it, you know, it's like okay, cool, get it. I got and you. he's also he's got you know he's a uh, either a marine or a seal, one of those things. So he's marine. got like the, yeah, he's got like the weapons thing. He's out. I'm sure we'll believe his physicality. Like all of that is, oh yeah, is good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Um, Adam Driver's good. He's I would good. love to see Adam Driver as a dirty cop. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Like hopped up on coke. Yes, exactly. In the '80s in Miami. <gasps> that'd be great. Redo Miami Vice with Adam Driver. That'd be great. Okay. Um, okay. What? I think you uh, oh, uh, one more. 
uh, Wesley Snipes is set to return as Blade in Avengers Secret Wars, which is wonderful news. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. Yeah. I hope Deadpool too. kills him. I yeah. Sword fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I yes, I I cannot wait for this. Honestly, like I, Wesley Snipes is so good in that role. Like, mm. oh man, I, almost I cannot wait. Them to... Yesterday. Yeah. And when I and say them, he, I meant I was going to start playing the first one, and then the next one would come up, and no matter what I'm doing, I'd be like, yeah, let's just keep that rolling <laughs> in the background. I saw a trailer for a movie that he's in recently. It's called Back on the Strip or something like that, and it's about he plays like a retired male stripper that has to come back. Oh, it's just yeah. like a comedy or whatever. Yeah, I saw uh, that. But he's still in great shape. Like he still amazing is shape. in amazing shape, and he's still he's a martial artist as, as far as people are as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I Me think too. he's going to be great as a uh, as an older blade. I think it'll be really cool. Very fun, um, especially if he has a, an interaction with uh, Mahershala Ali. I think that'll be great. I uh, yeah, I would love that. Um, rumor mill around the for the Batman sequel. Mm-hmm. is that uh, Giancarlo Esposito might play Mr. Freeze. I think that's incredible casting. <laughs> I hope it happens. Yeah. I yeah. would probably have a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's really perfect. Like, I can't not think of an actor that, like, is better suited to bring that kind of, like, menace, but also, like, Humanist. I can see him... Humanism. Because Mr. Freeze yes. is a tragic character. You feel it's bad. A, yes. Like the Riddler, tragic I don't romance. feel bad. He's just crazy. The Joker's a yeah. psychopath. <laughs> like I feel there's, I have empathy for Mr. Freeze, right? Yes. He doesn't want this. Yep. All he ever did was try to save, all he's trying to do is save his wife and that pesky Batman keeps yeah. getting in my way. <laughs> yeah. So I freeze yeah. the fucking city. <laughs> like, it's yes. just like, but he's always this tragic, like I love the portrayal of him in Batman the Animated Series of this unfeeling, mm-hmm. I am beyond emotion because I have deadened myself to a thing. The only thing that continues is my love for my wife. Yep. I think it's a great tragic character um, that I think uh, would be, I mean, because he, he's the type of character that you know he's going to give a bunch of speeches. And I there's oh. no not anyone on earth I want more to deliver those heartbroken speeches the than Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito monologue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should be a class yeah. that people teach in yep. acting. He mm-hmm. does it. In a way, every time he gives a monologue as a villain, it is both captivating mm-hmm. and horrifying Yeah, what this He's man great, is implying that he will do to you. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. He's yep. so menacing and he's so quietly menacing. That's the thing. And yes. The nice thing is he's such a nice guy. But like, right. he's just, he just brings that, when he turns it on, he just has that very quiet menacing presence that you need for Mr. Freeze. Like you need him to be freezing people alive while they're screaming and being like, why are you doing this? And he's just not talking to them. And there's just no emotion as he straps them down to a table, you know, saw style as he's about to like (laughs) run their blood through a like thing to like inject them with a cure. You know what I mean? So it's like, because they have the same, it's like you need that menacing kind of almost, you know, just plotting like Jason Voorhees style, unstoppable, like, oh God. But then he gives mm-hmm. these very emotional dialogues and speeches about the love of his wife. And it's just like, oh. And in this Matt Reeves. Well, I can deal you, with the snow. 
Right. <laughs> and in this Matt Reeves version, oh, like this Matt Reeves amazing. version of Gotham in that universe, like I could I could see it really playing up the sort of the mad scientist kind of vibe mm-hmm. where he's like the, the the crimes he's committing is like he's experimenting on like people to try to like well, that's what he is. Turn- the two things Mr. Freeze does. He robs mm-hmm. banks to fund yep. his research and he experiments on people to try and cure yep. his wife. Like both of those things too gonna make for a great intro him robbing mm-hmm. a bank. Mm-hmm. Or have oh, intro intro Batman coming into the bank, and there are still yeah. people standing frozen solid. Oh yeah, as totally. The cops are investigated, so it's Jim Gordon being like, "Fuck, yeah, exactly." You have the same. Yeah. Do the repeat where he walks into the mayor's house, you know, in the Batman. Mm-hmm. Don't do the repeat. Have that kind of same scene where it's like starting the criminal, having him gather the clues, you know. But there's people mm-hmm. frozen to the wall and like mm-hmm. all this stuff, and he's just like, you don't see the thing. And then later in the movie, that's when you see the blurry like CCTV footage of Freeze yeah. just like wholesale freezing people as they're screaming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, that would be great. Yeah, I think that, that would be yeah. a menacing way to do it. Yeah, I think that, oh, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, can't can't come quick enough. Um, DreamWorks Animation gets hit with layoffs. Seven uh, percent of the staff affected. Um, a lot of studios are doing this, and DreamWorks is no different. Super uh, cool, guys. Unfortunate. Super super cool. Yeah. I love how our economy was set up in the eighties. How to you know how it was supposed to benefit the people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because the top was supposed to give us more money. <laughs> LOL. Uh, moving on, Je- Spawn reboot will re- 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 Spawn reboot will re-release. I'm gonna try this one more time. One more time from the top. One more time from the top. <laughs> Spawn reboot will release in 2025. Jason Bloom declares. It, the article says declares. I'm just gonna say he probably just said it in a thing. I don't think he went yeah, to the rooftop. It's like <laughs> Spawn shall re- shut <laughs> up. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. Do we know mm-hmm. who's playing Spawn yet? I don't. Has that I'm been? Look it up. I'm gonna see if there's yeah. any. I'm gonna look and see if there's any rumors. Okay. Um, another. While you're looking that up, another casting news. Uh, this is from CoveredGeekly.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Urban reportedly playing a Wolverine variant in Deadpool three. Saw that. So happy. Love it. Love that immensely. Um, Casting rumors spawn 2025. I I think Deadpool 3 is going to be so good, dude. Deadpool 3 is going to be a roller coaster of a ride. (laughs) So many people are going to show up. So many people are going to be insane. And he's going to murder so many people with Wolverine that Mm -hmm. I just, I, ugh. I'm so ready. Um, let's see. Keep talking about some other stuff. This is going to take me a second to. Yeah, uh, I think form, so. the I what I'm hoping most about Deadpool three since we're here talking about mm-hmm. that. Um, I hope it really is just like a, a, an opportunity for us to see all the fan casting that we've always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, none of them are going to survive this movie anyway. No, like just give us all. Give us the Tom Cruise Iron Man. I'm sure we'll get that. Like, I uh, would love to have him show up and try to fight Wolverine, <laughs> and Wolverine just stabs him through the helmet, like the face yeah, of the exactly. helmet. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I can see it being a thing where, like, 
the universes that they're the multiverse the universes that they're going to within this multiverse have like maybe it's a thing where like they're already collapsed or collapsing so it's like these people are dead anyway so it's like don't feel bad about and it just you just oh, wholesale yeah. get to kill all these people just watch i think Wolverine that'd be amazing Deadpool just carve through an army yeah. of people the way we've always wanted to see them do yeah oh god that would be great uh so the the rumor still we'll see if he can see if he can physically make it but the mm-hmm. rumor he's that's attached still is still jamie fox for the role of oh okay i he's think that would be great with it somehow i know he's a producer too so oh, okay. he might be producer actor but after his recent health problems he may have um mm-hmm. may have backed out of the role but we'll see yeah and that um, was as uh, yeah, the- of october 3rd was the earliest news that i could find or the mm-hmm. yeah the most recent news that I could find. Imagine he is he is good enough to go and does it and because Spawn is all about like a guy dying and like coming back you know after surviving this crazy oh, not what surviving great but motivation for his character. I know. Think of how many layers are going to be in that movie. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Oscar I'm looking forward performance, to that. Performance maybe. Probably. I mean <laughs> it maybe. It is Jamie Fox. It is Jamie Fox. Um, I hope yeah I hope he's able to do it because I think that would be amazing honestly. Me too. Me too. I hope he's doing well. Um, what else we that's got? That's actually somebody I would like to see do that. Um, um, five night, five nights at Freddy's is doing really well. Uh, apparently, it's already re- recouped its production costs uh, prior to debut, according to Blumhouse CEO. Oh my gosh, that's uh, great. Yeah, good. I hope the movie's good. It looks, it looks good. The trailer looks fun. Um, I yeah. like Josh Hutcherson a lot, so I hope it's, uh, hope it's good. Ah, uh, sounds. I never thought I would say that. If you had asked me when I was watching the first Hunger Games movie, hey, you think you're going to really like this guy? <laughs> yeah, right? The guy who's playing second fiddle in the in the Hunger Games. Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> in a teen drama that doesn't even hold like a whiff of a candle to any of the other teen romance dramas ever. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like how you uh, and I saw the second one. We walked out and you were like, so they basically just did the first one. I was like, yeah, just with a different ending. Yeah, it's, so it's the first one again then. Just yeah, the same. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There is, I just got to look it up. Hold on one sec. The beekeeper. Joel Kinnaman. So Joel Kinnaman has a new movie coming out from the producers of John Wick. And it is in the Uh vein of a John Wick style action film. Uh But it is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, it's called like what's it called? Sympathy for the Devil, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. No, Sympathy for the Devil is his Nicolas Cage one that I need to see. Oh yeah, that's Um, good too. Where I think I think Nicolas Cage just plays an act like actually plays the devil. Right. Well, I was just going to ask that. I hope that's the case because Nicolas Cage as the devil is amazing. I think that's what it is. Um, Upcoming. Here we go. Silent Night, I believe, is what it's called. Okay. Yep. A grieving father enacts his long-awaited revenge against a ruthless gang on Christmas Eve. So basically the trailer is he's playing with his kid on Christmas Eve like years ago. And I'm pretty sure he used to be a cop or some shit or a hitman or whatever. And these people come by and gun down his family and kill his kid on like Christmas. But he's wearing this like jingle bell around his neck and this sweater mm-hmm. that his kid gave him because he's like, oh, it's dad. And then <clears throat> after he heals up, he uh, goes and he murders everybody. Nice. As you would. I'm in. I like Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. I think he's great. Um, speaking of a guy who goes and murders everyone, uh, there's a movie called Beekeeper yes. starring Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. 
This movie looks insane. When the colony is out of order. Yeah. He plays. I'm outside your rules. <laughs> he plays a guy who's seemingly just a beekeeper who's befriended um, this nice old woman. Um, played by Felicia Rashad, I, I think. Was say, yeah, Felicia Rashad's showing up. Yep, uh, played by Felicia Rashad. Um, she is scammed out of all of her life savings, uh, and it takes her own life out of guilt and despair from losing her all of her money. And as retaliation, uh, Jason Statham, this seemingly just a beekeeper guy, comes out of retirement as, wait for it, a member of an elite uh, operations unit called mm-hmm. the Beekeepers mm-hmm. that is designed to, like, keep order of some kind in the world or something mm-hmm. when things get out of balance they put them back in line yeah you know, and what does that mean gets out of we line, don't they, know they put the colony back in line <laughs> what, what do they mean by that we don't know they could you massively use that for terrorism uh <laughs> just evil for sure any sort of evil any sort of moral or ethical like gray line area where you could justify anything you know yeah sure great you put the colony out of line okay stupid yeah. but it looks like a great jason statham action movie and yeah. I haven't really seen one from... He hasn't really put one out like that in a while where it's very physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this looks great. I mean, it looks it looks fun. It's probably going to be dumb, but, you know, it, it. every movie doesn't have to be smart. Um, yeah, he just goes and murders everyone that uh, then, took this lady's money. <laughs> don't mess with Felicia Rashad, dude. Nope. Or Jason Statham will come or to Jason get you. St- yeah, or Jason Statham will come out of the closet and kill you. Yeah. Mostly because he's been hiding there for 14 hours. <laughs> yeah. You want to take the last one, the cyberpunk? Uh, oh, no. I, I I still have more updates, dude. Oh, do you? I thought that was. I thought we I'm at reach. October 3rd. What date are you at? I am at Saturday. Okay. Oh, I saw the thing about Spawn. Um, so sorry, I. Uh, oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, go oh, ahead. The next, two, the next two Avengers one, films revealed a leaked plot in Kang Dynasty. Earth six one six faces off against the Kang race, resulting in the Avengers' defeat. In Secret Wars, TVA assembles a secret team led by Tobey Maguire, Hugh Jackman, and Ryan Reynolds to rescue the Earth six one six universe. That sounds that right. Secret. Yep. Yeah, that sounds like the way you should do it. I think that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all for that. Um, Live action cyberpunk 2020, uh, excuse me, live action cyberpunk 2077 project is in development. Um, CD Projekt Red, uh, the company behind cyberpunk, um, is reporting that a live action a cyberpunk project is in early development from the production company behind True Detective and Mr. Robot. I love it. I mean, yeah. the last sure. two. Invincible Creator says every episode has a post credit scene in season two. Mm hmm. And Dave Batista pointed out some some photos, posted some photos of him at a shooting range with just the label Training Day. So maybe he will be also working with the John Wick producers or Chad Stahelski at some time soon and uh, be doing his own physical gun fu action movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or it simply could just be like him kind of self-advertising like, hey, movie producers, I'm good with firearms. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, whatever. Um, um the, yeah. I got a there's a Fantastic Four thing here uh, from a few days ago. A uh, Fantastic Four director teases the start of filming. It says the movie is unlike anything at Marvel. Um this is from director Matt Shackman. Does he mean it's going to be good? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um I think what that means is the movie's probably going to be very like 
I think the op- if if I had to guess, I feel like the beginning of the movie is probably going to be very like straightforward, like sci-fi, like mm-hmm. kind of gravity esque. Um, if 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 that's if I imagine that's what that means, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Maybe it's the total opposite direction, and it opens with Galactus and Silver Surfer. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever but, we will uh, see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we can call it there. That's pretty much it for me, man. We yeah, just did a right. solid hour and a half on news alone. Yeah. But next week, uh, yeah, next week, let's talk the creator. Yes. And, let's do that. Uh, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, all right. Well, let's get out of here. Derek, uh, people can find you online. All right, uh, you can find me uh, at Asan Made It on social media. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks so much again for joining me this week, and we will see y'all next week.